Hey guys, welcome to the Filming with Josh podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Milligan, and this is episode number 63, Tips for Hiring a Video Production Company. This is the Filming with Josh podcast, brought to you by Rustic River Media. Welcome to the videographer's home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Welcome back to the Filming with Josh podcast. For those who are new, thanks for listening in. Uh, The Filming with Josh podcast is your home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. And if you are interested in the podcast and you like what you hear, uh, hop on Facebook and type in Filming with Josh and ask to join the Filming with Josh group today. The Filming with Josh Facebook group is a great place to come and join like-minded people who are all interested in video and editing and the business that goes with it. I just got back in from a shoot with Greystone Castle. I was gone for six days. For those of you who have listened to some of the past episodes, you know that I had a project coming up that I was working on um, where I was going to be doing a lot of photography and a lot of video. And this six-day shoot was the first leg of this project. I've got some more trips coming up where I've got to go back out there. Um, But it was a really fun project. Greystone Castle, if you don't know what it is, you can Google it. It is a uh, literally a castle that sits on a hill in uh, West Texas, kind of west of Fort Worth. And it sits on 6,000 acres of land. And they offer um, sporting clays and fishing on their 70 acres of private water. They've got um, exotic hunting, whitetail hunting. They do uh, a lot of weddings there. They do, um, you can do like photo safaris. There's like so many different things you can do. Uh, upland bird hunting is a huge part of it. They're an Orvis endorsed um, bird hunting outfit. In fact, they're the current uh, Orvis um, hunting outfit of the year, which is really cool. So they're a really neat place. It's a, it's an awesome place for people to go and shoot clays or go fishing or upland bird hunting. Um, you can have weddings there and hunt whitetails or exotics, etc. Pretty cool place. And I was hired, I got a, a contract to come in and do a lot of different videos for them, like a website branding video for their homepage of the new website that's being developed right now and um, doing a bunch of individual videos for individual um, aspects of the uh, of the outfit one about like the fishing one about white hunting etc and then I'm also doing a lot of photography so it was a really fun shoot uh, in the first six days of my trip I I shot close to 8,000 photos and several terabytes of footage. So <laughs> I, uh, I came back with a lot of content, um, rocking a couple Sony A1s and a, a Sony FX6 and just went out and just shot a ton of stuff. Uh, it was really cool. So I'm excited for that project to start to come together. I've got some more work. I got to get back out there and do some more shooting. And of course, I got a lot of post-production work. Got to cull through those photos from the first shoot and got a lot of uh, video editing to do. So it's awesome. I'm pretty pumped about this project. It's right up my alley. I love outfitter marketing. Um, I don't do a ton of outfitter marketing videos um, because they're pretty expensive. So I usually do one or two a year um, because they're they're pretty costly because I have to come out, you know, time and time again to get all this content. Because if you want to do a hunting outfit right, you like a, from a marketing point of view, you 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 have to go out to the place several times because if you're gonna get a lot of wildlife footage, a lot of footage of guests, a lot of footage of all the different things that are offered, um, all the accommodations, etc. If you don't want to do like if you want to do a really good job and 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 not a half baked job, um, you've got to just spend time there. So these are pretty 
pretty big projects, and because of the amount of time it takes to shoot them, uh, that time makes them kind of expensive. And so that's why I don't do a ton of them, because there's only so many hunting outfits out there that are willing to um, put aside the marketing budget to have some someone or, or multiple someones uh, come out and, and spend the kind of time that I want to spend out um, to get all the content that I feel is needed to accurately depict what they can do. Um, so they're pretty cool projects. Again, I only do like one or two a year, but they're some of my favorite projects to do. And if I could only do that for the rest of my life, I would. But again, um, there's only so many only so many hunting outfits out there that are uh, willing to willing to put aside that kind of budget to be able to do something like this. So um, I, I feel very blessed that the, the times I do get to go do it because they're just so much fun. Um, but I've been working on that project. That's been consuming some of my time. Uh, those of you who are on the Filming with Josh uh, Facebook group uh, saw the pre-release copy of the um, Alpha Z Delta um, sorority video that we finished recently. I thought that video turned out really nice. Amanda Campbell, shout out to her. She uh, came down from Dallas to help me shoot the first day of that project. I shot the second day myself. Um, but it was really great having her on board to run uh, a gimbal for me the first day of the shoot. It was a really cool shoot. It was like two 16, 17-hour days, really long days. Uh, but we got a lot of different scenes shot. I mean, a lot of scenes. <laughs> it took a lot of setting up to do all of this stuff. If you haven't seen it yet, go to the Filming Josh Facebook group and uh, um, uh, Google, or not Google, but go to the search bar and search for uh, Alpha Z Delta. Z is uh, XI, Alpha Z Delta, and you'll see the, the video pop up. So that was pretty cool. Um, what else? I've been working on a lot of projects for my plastic surgeon client in Austin. We've done over... 200 videos in the last couple months alone. Um, and, and I've been working with her since 2018. So we have done an enormous amount of videos. <laughs> and we've got another shoot coming up in July. Um, so the 200 that I said we've done, that's just in the past couple, two, three months. So uh, with July coming up, we have more more to come. It's crazy, but um, that's going really well. I've been doing a lot of work there. And I've recently done some uh, marketing projects for some real estate agents, not real estate videos, but branding videos for the agencies to market the, the agencies um, and doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So just Got my hands in a lot of different areas, doing a lot of different projects right now. Um, so it's been really good so far. I, I've been telling my wife I'm trying to take on as many projects as I can because I'm a little unsure of what the future holds with the economy. And as such, I'm wanting to just put away as much money right now as I can because you don't, you never know, you know. And uh, if the if the economy goes into a recession, um, I think that certain companies will back off of certain media uh, budgeting, uh, certain media budgets, and video could be one of the things that get cuts, gets cut back on. Not every company will cut back, but I could see in a recession some companies deciding to hold off on, on video uh, and photography, or maybe even um, just deciding they can do it themselves for the time being. So it's something to pay attention to, um, and it's a really good time as, of, as such. It's a really good time not only to do as many projects as you can, but to really try to get in with some bigger clients, some bigger companies, because I think the the mom and pops are going to be the first to ditch video. Um, and so if you really want to get clients that you can uh, ride the wave with through an uncertain economy, I think the bigger companies that will continue to put money into their digital marketing, I think that's kind of a, a safer bet. So that's really what I'm focusing on right now is trying to really work hard on, on, on working with companies like uh, like 
sur- Sam, surveying and mapping. Sam is well, one of my favorite clients right now. I, I, they're 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 a large scale company, got a lot of employees. I don't see them shying away from from uh, digital video marketing assets in the future. So like getting in with companies like that, I think um, will really help you be able to ride the wave in an uncertain economy. So those are things I'm, I'm paying attention to right now and that all of us should be paying attention to because you, know, you never know what the future holds. COVID showed us that, right? <laughs> well, today's podcast was prompted by an individual who on the Filming with Josh page, I think it happened while I was on the Greystone Castle shoot um, this individual got on to the Filming with Josh group and uh, posted a comment or a post, created a post, um, basically asking, what do I look for when hiring a video production company? I thought it was a fantastic question. Um, there's more detail information there, and if you want more information on, on what the post was about, uh, you can go to Filming with Josh and kind of scroll back um, a, a little ways, and you'll see this Um you'll see this post, but it was a really great question. Basically, this guy said him and his wife had started this mobile hydration business and we're just needing to have some some short social media videos made, but we're unsure of how to approach a video production company or like what questions to ask, et cetera, to get an accurate quote and to kind of figure out how to, um, how to go about hiring a company to do video work for them. And I thought that was such a great question and one that we could cover in a podcast. And I think that this uh, question or this podcast, rather, um, it will be a great episode for business owners or individuals looking to hire video production companies. And I also think um, it'll be a great podcast for people who do video for a living um, or even as a a side business. This will be a great podcast for you as well because I think that it'll give you some food for thought on uh, things to think about when people are looking to hire you. So I kind of think this could could kind of serve both the uh, the buyer and the seller per se. So with that said, I kind of want to walk through some suggestions or tips that I have for people who are looking to hire a video production company. For start, if you're looking to hire a video production company, um, you could be hiring someone because maybe it's a personal reason. Maybe you are getting married and you're looking to hire someone or or a company or, or an individual that does wedding videography because you want to capture that day so you can remember it um, forever. And maybe, or maybe you are, you know, you have uh, uh, your child's first birthday party and you just are looking to have someone come out and get some video of it. You know, there there are personal reasons to hire um, a video production company or even just a videographer. Um, but more times than not, when someone's looking to hire a video production company, it's usually for some sort of marketing. Now, I'm not talking about film. I'm not talking about creating, you know, uh, narratives or scripted film projects. I'm talking about when a company is looking to hire a video video production company or maybe just a videographer to do video work. From that standpoint, I think that there are some some things you should do ahead of time before you talk to the company you're looking at hiring. And there are some questions you should ask during that conversation. And those are the kind of things I kind of want to go over. So first off, before you hire anyone, I think obviously the first thing you should do is do some basic research. Um, If you're looking for someone locally, then 
you know, go to Google or, or, or Facebook, or really I would go to both and look up video production companies in your area. And you want to look at websites, you want to look at their social media presence, you want to get a feel for who's around you and what they're like. You know, uh, Instagram or Facebook is a great way, for example, to kind of get uh, a little bit of a sense of the culture or the uh, identity of a video production company. And a website's a great way to just to get basic information, um, who they are, how big is their team, is it one person, is it a 20-person crew, like what is it, how big are they, where are they located, um, what kind of work do they do, that kind of thing. So going to the website and, and getting your basic information and then going to social media sites and kind of doing some stalking <laughs> um, and just seeing a little bit more into their culture and that will help you get a, an understanding of who it is that you're looking at or, or looking into. And I think it's a good idea to get two or three different companies down and, and contact two or three different ones so you can get um, a sense of pricing amongst the three and also so that you can kind of see how one person answers your question versus another, and that will kind of help you um, realize who to feel more comfortable with. I think whenever you're looking at a website too, you obviously need to look at examples of their work. And I, and I said examples, not highlight reel. If they have a highlight reel, don't even watch it. Don't waste your time. Uh, highlight reels are useless in my opinion. And anyone who's listening to this podcast who is in video for a living, I truly believe that. Highlight reels are completely useless because they show nothing. All they show is that you've gotten some pretty shots over the years and you've thrown it to a cool music track. Highlight reels, in my opinion, do not demonstrate what a company can do for you. Real world examples are the only way to really analyze what a company can do for you. If you are looking, if you are a company and you are looking to hire someone to do a video work for you, you need to see actual projects they've done for other companies. You need to see that they have the ability to write scripts or be able to take a script that was given to them and be able to execute it. You need to be able to see what their shot design is like, what their music is like, what their coloring is like, what their lighting is like, all of those things. Because again, in a highlight reel, someone can take, you know, a hundred really interesting clips that they've gotten over the years and stack it together into one video and it might look amazing. But what you need to see is, can they do that on every single video for an entire video for every single project, right? Because then you know that they didn't just get a handful of good shots over the years. You know that, hey, these are real projects that they've done and all of them look consistent. All of them have a beginning, a middle, and end. All of them convey the message for that company um, in a uh, very easy to interpret way. All of them have a similar um, uh well-executed vibe, you know? And and that's the only way you're ever going to really know if a company is good at video. You need to see real-world examples. So don't get caught up in highlight reels. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are in the video in the video world, don't spend all your time thinking about creating a highlight world or highlight reel. Just put your energy into taking care of your clients and let your examples speak for themselves. So if you are looking to hire someone or, or a company, look at real world examples. That is the number one thing you can do to get a sense of who it is you're about to hire. The next thing you do, you need to do is have a, uh, a list of questions, um, 
that you want to ask them. You're, you're obviously going to want to know what the pricing is like. You're going to want to know what the turnaround times are like. You're going to want to know what their process is like, because especially if you've never been through this before. So have a list of, of questions prepared so that they can answer those questions for you. But you also need to give them some information up front so that they can accurately answer those questions. For example, pricing, it's really hard for someone like me to tell you how much a video is going to cost without knowing certain aspects uh, going in. And you might, you might be depending on me to ask you those questions, but what if you don't know the answers already? I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times a customer's called me or a potential customer's called me and said, hey, I'd like to have a video done. And they don't, they don't know anything beyond that. They just know they want a video done. And I'll start asking them questions like, okay, well, how long do you want it to be? And they'll say, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> or I might say, um, do you want it to be voiceover driven or do you want it to be interview driven? And they might say, well, I don't know. You tell me. You know, and, and that doesn't help me, right? I need to know these things going in. It's the only way I can give you an accurate estimate or an accurate quote. So before you go into a phone conversation or a Zoom meeting or whatever with a video production company, you not only do you need to have questions prepared, but you already need to have answers prepared. You should go into that meeting knowing essentially kind of what you want. You don't have to know shot for shot per se, but you need to know like, hey, I'm looking for a 60 second video that's going to be played on Instagram and Facebook and on my website that's going to be uh, voiceover driven or interview. I'd like you. It's okay to say I'd like your input, but you can have some sense of an idea. I'm kind of thinking voiceover driven and I would like for it to be upbeat. And here are some examples of videos that are similar to what I'm looking for. And that's another huge one, having examples. For guys like me, having examples is huge because I can look at those examples and, and instantly get a sense of idea of what it is you're wanting. And knowing going in how long you want the video to be and kind of what kind of cadence you're looking for, upbeat or slow or whatever, knowing knowing if you want it to be interview or voiceover driven, those things will go a long way in me helping you be able to determine price. Because how guys like me determine price are, uh, we basically add up our time plus our expenses. That's essentially how we come up with pricing. Time is how many days we're going to spend planning the project and writing the script, how many days we're going to sp uh, spend shooting the project, how many days we're going to spend in post-production. We're going to add all of that time up and multiply that by our rates, and that's how we're going to accumulate the uh, our actual costs. And then from there, we're going to tally up all the expenses involved, the music expenses, the voiceover expenses, the travel expenses, the storage space or, or hard drive expenses, etc. And we're going to add all that together, and that's going to be our quote for the project. But we can't get to that point if we don't know roughly what it is you want, because that's... I mean, it'd be impossible because like a 30 second video, for example, could cost $500 or $500,000. I mean, I, I might sound silly, but it really could because what if, what if the 30 second video you're looking for is just something as simple as a customer testimonial that I could shoot in 30 minutes and edit in 10 minutes? Or what if 
your 30 second video is going to be shot in three different states and is going to feature a really well-known um, uh, actor and have a really well-known uh, voiceover artist. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And, and a really high-end current pop hit song that's on the radio. You know, all of those things are going to make the cost dramatically different than someone who just wants uh, to stand in the corner and talk you know, get a testimony from their one of their customers. So knowing going in the scope of what it is that you're looking for is huge. I mean, that that is so important if you want guys like me to be able to give you an accurate price. So how long do you want the video to be? Um, do you want music or not? You probably do. Most people do, but maybe you don't. Do you want voiceover? Do you want uh, to have an interview, something along those lines. Do you want it to be neither? Do you want it to be scripted and acted and uh, be carried through dialogue? Um, do you want it to only be text-driven? You know, a lot of videos are great with only having text. I do plenty of those. So, what you know, what is gonna what is gonna convey the message there? Uh, and then, how, you know, what where is it gonna be distributed? That's important. Are you gonna have it distributed online? Is it gonna go to movie theaters for pre-roll ads? Is it gonna go on social media? All of the above. We need to know that. These are all things we need to know. So, gathering as much information as you possibly can before going into a meeting is that number one thing you could do to help yourself get an accurate quote and a sense of whether the person that you're looking to hire is going to be capable of giving you what you want. Uh, maybe maybe what you're looking for is really complex and has a lot of advanced graphics and maybe the company you approach can't do that. Um, and by uh, asking that or bringing that to their attention up front, you might be able to immediately have them say, hey, you know what, that's out of our wheelhouse. And then at least you won't be wasting any more of your time, right? Uh, but on the flip side, maybe what you're looking for is so simple that the company that you're talking to, it's not really something that they'd be willing to mess with. So knowing all of these things going in is going to go a long way in saving yourself some time, saving the person you're meeting with time, and helping you determine is this the right person or the right company for me? And, and what is the pricing going to look like? Do that and have your questions prepared and you'll be able to have a really pleasant conversation. Speaking of that, it's also really important that you analyze the person that you're talking to. One thing I've noticed in video production is there are a lot of people who get into video because they like film or theater and things like that. And I'm not trying to knock the film or theater people, but there are definitely some film and theaterish type of people out there who get into video because that's the only thing that they could do that's close to film or theater. And they might be kind of odd ducks. And you all know what I'm talking about. I don't even have to say it, but the kind of oddish people <laughs> that maybe don't have a lot of people skills, you might run into some people like that. I see a lot of people like that. I, I met with a guy the other day who said that every video person he's ever met in the San Antonio area was extremely strange and had no people skills. And it's kind of true. Like I see that a lot in, in video. And if you're looking to hire a video production company, you don't want to work with someone like that because you need to work with someone who's got good people skills, who's going to have a good customer service. And also, because you need that person or that company to be able to identify and understand your target market. And if they have no people skills, they're going to have a really hard time understanding and relating to your target market. So 
as much as I don't want people to be judgmental, I do think when you're hiring a company, you do got to kind of judge their character a little bit, analyze them. You know, what are their people skills like? What's their sense of marketing like? Um, what is their overall knowledge and understanding of what we're wanting to do like? And to be honest, people like me, we may not know your business. When I do work for, for Sam, the geospatial engineering firm, half the time, I don't understand what I'm shooting. <laughs> but I work really hard with them to understand. I ask a lot of questions so I understand what it is that we're going to be shooting so that I can wrap my head around it. And me asking them those questions lets them know that I want to understand it and that I'm trying to understand it. And it gives them a sense of security of knowing, okay, Josh is going to, he's going to be able to pull through for us because he wants to understand what it is our, our company does or what it is this one service does. So we know that Josh is going to figure that out. He's going to, he's going to learn it. He's going to understand it. He's going to be able to understand how to capture it and, and how to edit video that gets a sense, gets the point across in a sense of what it is that what we're doing. But if I didn't ask any questions and I wasn't personable and I didn't have people skills, they would never have any sort of confidence that I would be able to, to accurately depict what it is that they need uh, to be captured. And so I think it's really important that when you're meeting with someone that you look into their character a little bit and see what their people skills are like. If they kind of blow you off or they don't ask you very many questions, you don't want to work with them. Only work with people that ask you questions. And part of that too is because Anyone with any any sort of experience in video could never possibly tell you a, a quote or give you a quote without asking a bunch of questions. Even if you come prepared, they still are probably going to have things that they want to know. Like, okay, you know, where are these locations at? Um, are you envisioning seeing, shooting this stuff uh, at your facility? Or are you wanting to rent a studio? They're going to ask you those questions. And if they don't, that should be a red flag for you. So you want that video production company or that person, that representative to speak to you in a way where they're asking and trying to get a lot of information. So you want to work with people like that. And if that person that you're talking to is not giving you that, move on. Other things to look for beyond, um, beyond just the, what the person's like and and what the examples of the, uh, of their videos are like uh, is going to be the pricing because you may have a specific budget set aside going in and maybe who it is that you're talking to maybe they can meet your budget or maybe what they are wanting to do is going to is going to far exceed your budget so obviously um, price does factor into it. But I do want to encourage you to have an open mind because if you've never hired video, a video production company before, you probably don't have an actual idea of what it costs. Um, I, I had a, 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 an organization reach out to me a few years ago. They wanted this video done for their um, upcoming banquet. It was a nonprofit. And the video they wanted done involved like three days of shooting, and it was like a 45-minute long banquet video, which I, by the way, have no idea who would watch a 45-minute long banquet video, but the point is that's what they wanted, and when I asked them, I was like, hey, like just out of curiosity, do you have a budget set aside for this? And they were like, yeah, $500. Well, I can't do that. I can't shoot for three straight days and edit a 45-minute long video for 500 bucks. I mean... Uh, nobody would do that, right? And they, though, to you know, to, to be fair, they just had never hired a video production company before, so they had zero idea of what the cost is. 
So while yes, you may have a specific marketing budget set aside that you're well that you're you know looking or hoping to spend on a company, I'd want to encourage you to still have an open mind going in because if you've never hired someone to do something like this before, you probably don't know what the costs are like. So if you do have a budget and it's like twenty five hundred or three thousand or thirty five hundred or five thousand dollars or maybe more, maybe it's fifteen twenty thousand. I don't know, but the point is, is maybe you have a budget set aside and you feel comfortable with it and. Maybe that budget will work just great. But if the company comes back to you and is like, hey, I see what you're wanting, but I just don't think your budget's going to match, have an open mind with that and be willing to, to either negotiate up and, and see what, um, you know, what kind of pricing they could do for what you're looking for or be willing to uh, ask them, okay, look, if, if that's the case, um, what can we do for my budget? Because maybe what you're looking for looks like a Hollywood movie in 30 seconds, and that's an ad you're wanting. And it's like maybe your examples are, are from a Budweiser commercial, and maybe your budget's $3,500, and it just doesn't match what it is that you want. And that's okay. You can just say, ask that company, say, all right, I understand. I didn't realize going in that that was... Um, not a realistic budget. What can you do for thirty five hundred? And you'll be surprised at the answers you'll get. So just have an open mind. I just want to encourage you to have an open mind because if you've never done this before, you probably don't know what all the costs are that are associated with it. And that's not to say that every video is going to cost a lot of money, but I, I just and anybody who listens to this podcast who who does video for a living can probably identify with me here. It's just that we get people all the time who want. Top Gun 2 on a $500 budget because a lot of people don't understand the ins and outs of video. So I'm not saying that video has to be expensive. I'm just saying keep an open mind if you don't know if you don't know anything about video because there are going to be some costs or some things that you probably didn't think about. So I just want to offer a little encouragement there. Um, but that's really it. My, my tips are basically just Go online, do some research, look at some websites, go to social media sites, try to look for a sense of culture, watch example videos to get an idea of real world examples of what they can do. Um, come up with some questions you want to ask, come up with as much information as you possibly can for what it is that you're looking for so that you can answer their questions and then set up a two or three different meetings, get two or three different answers and two or three different price points. And then from there, just evaluate who am I the most comfortable with, um, who is giving me the best answers, and who's got the price that matches my budget the best, and then pick your person from there. I think that's honestly the best way to go about hiring a video production company. It doesn't have to be rocket science, um, but you do need to have um, done your homework ahead of time and, and know a lot of these things going in, because if you don't, um, they'll have a really hard time being able to to give you an accurate answer. Just remember, if you call someone and say, hey, I'm looking for a video, how much for a three minute video, um, they may hang up on you <laughs> because it's an impossible question to answer. Um, so come, come prepared. Anyway, I hope those tips help. It's not a long podcast. It's just some suggestions or some tips for uh, things to look for when hiring a video production company. Um, I think that in today's market, there's a lot of options. You can hire a, a single freelance guy or you can hire a full crew. It really just depends on your budget and what you're looking for. But do your homework, come prepared, and uh, get two or three different bids and go from there. And if you get any 
bids and you listen to this podcast and you're still curious on if the pricing matches what it was you were expecting to spend, feel free to go to Facebook and type in Filming with Josh, join the Facebook group and post what it is that you're looking to have done there in the group and then tell us how much, uh, of uh, how much money the quote you were given was for that project. And uh, we'll hop on and tell you if that sounds reasonable or not. Um, and the filming with Josh group is full of guys and, and girls that are, are super happy to help answer questions. So if you do get a quote and you aren't sure if it makes sense, um, come to the Facebook group and ask there and we'll let you know. And maybe you'll even find someone there that you'd like to work with. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Filming Josh podcast. It's a joy to continue doing this podcast. We are up to 63 episodes, which is so fun, and I can't wait to do the next one. See you then. To learn more about Rustic River Media, visit us online at rusticriver.media. Thanks for listening to the Filming with Josh podcast. Catch every episode by hitting subscribe today. Mm.